Hey, Adam. Yeah. What makes a modern jazz standard? Am I a modern jazz standard? Uh, you're a modern standard of something. <laughs> I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming to you on a Monday. Did you know today is Monday? I did know that because I'm <laughs> a person in the world. Hey, did you know you what? You had to pause there because it's actually not. Should we let them in on our little secret? Sometimes we don't record this live. Spoiler we did last alert. Friday, though. We did. and That, that was, was fun. Oh, it was so successful. That was fun. <laughs> it was a screaming. What do you think, Andrew? Did it come off as you hoped it would? It was nice. We did a beautiful live stream. Actually, it's still available on YouTube if folks want to go check it out. Wow, this will be embarrassing if it was a bomb and I know. we're like talking and like, up. <laughs> Andrew quit after the episode was so bad. He was like, I'm out of here. Yeah, and yeah. Like, there was Somehow with the live streaming, there was an electrical fire and oh, we all man. died. Yeah. Well, this will be a little thing for posterity if that yeah, happens. That'll be great. <laughs> Sorry, it got a little dark on Monday here. <laughs> so today's title, can I ask you a question? Yes. Why does it feel like deja vu? Well, because last week we had one of our more popular videos kind of jumping on the on the YouTubes okay. and on the podcast, which was 17 jazz standards you got to know. I believe it was something like that or 17 tunes you no 17 tunes you got to know. 17 tunes you got to right. know. So today we're saying seven jazz standards you got to know. Okay. But I wanted to call it seven modern jazz standards and you were like no man well because all these tunes are 60 years old okay well i'm a little older than you so you know you got to rub it in my face (laughs) no i but i don't think i don't know if these qualify as modern but they qualify as jazz standards and let's just qualify the difference here okay uh so the tunes we did uh the 17 tunes you got to know some of those were jazz standards right but they were really more well, yeah, I mean, probably all of them, maybe. Uh, Not no. modern jazz standards, but they were They all, were more... We were talking about them as like tunes you got to know for jam session. We didn't say that, right. but we bantered on that a little bit. And we included some Great American Songbook Great American Songbook. Oh, I always hated that title. Me too, but I don't know, what is that? What does a, that mean? I don't know. What is the great... Is there... A, oh, we do have a Great American Songbook. Should we say Torch song. Songs? Tor- oh, I hate that too. Uh, so what so we're going to do here is do like real jazz songs. Yeah. And, and these are still jam session songs for sure, but these are... Jazz standards, but I like the modern. Well, you know what? We don't need to argue about it. We don't. These are okay. compositions written by jazz musicians, not written by show tune writers. Yeah, but um, it could just as well be something from a couple years ago, and maybe we should have been a little bit more up to date. But we were thinking more like modern jazz, as in the sixties, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, eighteen sixties. See what I'm going for here? It's <laughs> Got it. Almost okay, twenty twenty. Right. You're right. <laughs> okay, so let's just call it dusty old jazz standards. Dusty old jazz learn, standards that you gotta that learn. You gotta learn. Okay. Because okay. old heads like us insist on calling <laughs> them at right. the session. That's right. There's no Kamasi Washington on here. Let's let's put it that way. Not yet. It's a little. It's it's a, not that modern. Okay. So let's kick it off with. I think you picked this one. So. Stablemate. So I, I just wanted to pick a Benny Golson tune because I feel yeah. like he's an important modern jazz comp, uh, composer. Yeah. Uh, it could have been Along Came Betty. It could have been a number of tunes, but uh, yeah. Sta- Stablemates is Killer uh, Joe. Killer Joe. Stablemates yeah. is a difficult tune. Yeah, and it's a little bit more on the jazz, the jet like kind of inside baseball jazz kind of tune, I guess. For sure, you got to know how to navigate some uh, some changes. You can't ABA form. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, I know because I, I these are things I got to know. Apparently, right. uh, some chromaticism. It's yep. not just you can play a major scale over and get away with it. Right. And it's a great tune too. It's fun. That's it's really the kind fun. of tune that when you learn it. So we're telling you, you got to know it, but you're going to be thanking us because if you learn this tune, let's say you didn't know this one and you knew all of them. Yeah. It's like one of those tunes that really teaches you something. Yeah. Um, like you will learn, like it's almost an exercise, like a, like a 
etude in, in etude. a way that's good that you learn from it but it's great music too so good one so number two is a repeat from our list last week really we yeah. couldn't even get past number two without a repeat it's just such <laughs> a it's, it looms large over modern jazz compositions by modern you mean old yeah okay uh giant steps yeah by john coltrane yeah yeah that's an important one you got to know it whether you're talking about great american songbook or modern jazz standards either way you got to know it the faster you get into this the easier it becomes uh the more work you put in the more you get back you got to put in the time you it'll, put the time it'll shift the way you think about yeah. improvising it really does yeah and it's a reference point even when you're not playing the tune that's why you got to know it yeah yeah you don't necessarily have to master it although mastery is nice effortless mastery you, you mastery even better i believe that's but, the fifth reference to that sorry. book okay. uh, this week um okay number three uh, is this our only Thelonious Monk tune on here? I believe it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so, really, this could have been any Monk tune. We were talking about maybe Evidence. I was thinking of that. But this, we've got Monk's Dream. Yeah. And this is as good as any. I mean, Monk's quality really stayed high. Yeah. So, like, you in learning uh, the Monk American songbook, you can go far. And also, etudes in that you really learn about composition, improvisation, from learning the tune correctly, especially. Try to stay away from the fake book on some of these mm. because you won't, or at least if you do use the fake book, like, or the charts that we have or whatever on Open Studio, like, really dive into the recording so you get that monk vibe, you get the feel, you get the ear training, all the, the great things that you can learn from from that tune. Yeah, and you could really, any monk tune qualifies to be on this list for sure. But this one is, is has been recorded a lot by modern jazz musicians. I mean, like, real modern jazz musicians. And actually, for all these tunes, I'm thinking, too, these are all ones you got to know for jam sessions, too. For sure, yeah. Or yeah. even for gigs. Well, like, if somebody calls any of these and you don't know them, you're going to be these a, could a little called, bit sneered at. Yeah, these are going to get Jazz called at wedding band cocktail gigs. You know what I mean? Like, really? If you're in the wedding band. Giant Steps? and Maybe not Giant Steps. <laughs> That's a hip. I want to go to that wedding. Why can't I get invited to that wedding? Have man? you never done a Lenny gig? Where <laughs> Lenny Klinger gig? We said we were going to never say that word on okay, this podcast. Sorry. No, but uh, you know, I, I, thankfully it's been so long since I've done how to do anything like this. But where you set up in the main ballroom. Oh, right. No one's listening to you. Basically. No one's listening to you. Yeah. And then, but, but there's a piano out in the reception area. And right. you go out there and you, you might play some of these. Uh, Monk's Dream Like a lounge one. version of Giant Steps? Sometimes you're playing stablemates. No one knows the yeah, difference. That's true. Come on. That's true. Got it. Uh, number four is St. Thomas. Now, we just covered this on the Two Feel episode yes. on Friday. And, so it was uh, fresh on your mind. It was fresh on my mind. But also, minutes ago too. it's a deceptively hard tune to sound good over. You I think it's, no. have one of the better solo recorded solos ever on this tune. It's really, really good. Well, thank you for saying that, but I, I really struggle with this. I so rarely play it, yeah. um, and it's funny. Whenever somebody says that, I'm like, what? Because whenever I do play it, I really find this difficult. It's really sure. hard. For some reason, it feels like it's like a C major thing. Yeah. You know, it's just all Just diatonic. play the casino look and see <laughs> exactly, the whole time. Exactly. No, but uh, for, for those of you who don't know, it's what is it? Uh, the Josh Redman Live at the Vanguard. Live at the Vanguard, yeah. Uh, uh, your soul on that is the moment. just smoking, man. Mm, never listen to it. <laughs> okay, number five. Number five, one finger snap. I added this partly because I saw Herbie play the other day, and he actually played this. Did he really? Well, and I didn't get to hear it. I heard about it. <sighs> Our friend Brian and Elias told me about it. Like he played it. I had to go play another gig, so I only got to hear the first tune, Footprints. But I've always loved this tune. I think it's a great modern jazz standard. I think it's definitely one. I mean, we talked about regionality in terms of jam sessions and tunes that are called on jazz gigs. Mm -hmm. But I think, like in New Orleans, when I was coming up there, like really, you know, like playing with Nicholas Payton and Brian Blade and Chris Thomas, Jermaine Basil, Victor Goins, that whole gang, Bryce Winston, um, like you, we, we would always play that. I mean, I was just like, you'd go right into it. 
And so I think that's an important one to know. It's not necessarily, well, we've got two Herbies in a row, so this is good. We can kind of go right into the other one because one finger snap is definitely known, but it's a little bit less. I mean, it just changes, you know. It's just that one riff. And then it's just improvising. But number six, ooh, the list is getting longer. I like that. We got a bonus coming up. Number six is Cantaloupe Island by Herbie, which is more of like you got to know that for a number of different kind of gigs because that could jump off at an actual wedding gig. That could jump off at the wedding gig at an R&B gig. You're on a smooth jazz gig. Yeah. These are definitely things that Cantaloupe Island could and will be called for. Also, Watermelon Man is in this list. Yeah, Watermelon and Man. And kind of Red Clay, too. Yeah, Red Clay, yeah. yeah so pretty, then kind of this sort of early fusion-y kind of things. Uh, but Cantaloupe Island is a fun tune. I always like that. I never feel like I'm selling out. I feel like I'm buying in on that one. And I called an audible for number seven because we had Sam Rivers' Beatrice. I know. But you know what? This is funny because I was thinking about this tune also. That's yeah. Joe Henderson's Inner Urge, right? Number seven, Joe Henderson, yeah, Henderson gotta Inner know it, Urge. Gotta know it, gotta know it. Super modern, uh, really fun changes to play, really challenging changes to play. Yep. Those those major seven chords that move in minor thirds and I've never to play with in it. minor thirds. I bet you can't find a recording of me playing this well, a good solo on I, this, because it doesn't know. exist. You know what? I wrote a tune last year that has similar uh, movement, but I, I specifically wrote those changes happening twice as fast as what happens to Enter oh, Urge, oh. just so that I could get better at Enter yeah, Urge. Oh. And I call it on the gig, and I can do it now. Uh, it's great. Oh. Did you copyright that song? Okay, we'll get it. We, I'm calling Katy Perry. Don't call Katy, Katy Perry. Perry. Don't call Katy, Katy Perry. Perry. Uh, okay, so that's our seven <laughs> list of jazz standards. You got to, you know, this is very subjective. Obviously, we're going to leave oh, you off think? your favorite <laughs> stuff, but stay tuned for a bonus before you email us because maybe right. the bonus is going to save us a little bit. Yeah, it's going to save us a little bit for sure. So, um, tell me about our sponsor. Our sponsor is Open Studio. Open Studio. If you go to OpenStudioJazz.com, you can see our lightning fast, greased up new platform mm. with all these incredible features. Did you say OpenStudioJazz.com? OpenStudioJazz.com. Is that new? That is new. Okay. Don't even think about the other thing. I'm not even going to mention it. OpenStudioJazz.com. Uh, we have courses by Peter Martin, uh, Adam Manis, Jeffrey Keezer, wow. Christian McBride, mm. uh, Diane Reeves. She's good. Gregory Hutchinson. Ooh, he's Sean good. Jones, he's Warren really Wolf, Peter Sprague, Homero Lubombo. Get to the bad ones. What, oh, do, you you know about, what do you know about the Brazilian rhythm section, my friend? Oh, Brazilian rhythm section is awesome. I've learned a lot from that. Oh, and how authentica of, is your samba? It's, it's very authentic. It's it's even it's they, they get into like the Sao Paulo version versus the Rio yeah, de Janeiro. Like that's how specific. regional gets. We also have a brand new course that just came out. I don't know if you knew about this. I do. From Edu Ribeiro, our friend, amazing uh, drummer. I was going to say young drummer. He's not. Well, he is young. I mean, he's youthful. He's amazing. He's truly. I mean, forget about Brazilian music, although he breaks it all that down. One of the best drummers on the planet. He's right one now. of the best drummers I've ever seen. Yeah, Hands he's, down. I mean, his the confidence. You're talking about grooves, two fields. Oh, man. Yeah. No, check out jazz. It's, it's uh, Brazilian jazz drumming uh, yeah. by Edu Ribeiro. Check it out. There's a free lesson you can watch right now. Go to openstudiojazz.com. Yep. Go to the drum section. You'll see all the drum courses, including Edu's new Brazilian jazz drumming course. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could also go to youllhearit.com to yep. sign up for You'll Hear It Premium. Support the podcast. Support us, man. Yeah. We're um, we're up here. We're, we're hand-to-mouth with the almonds, the organic almonds. Big shout-out to Whole Foods yeah, I mean, we're not, and we're not Amazon. Not <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, if you feel like it, support us. If not, no big deal. Keep listening. Support us however you can. Give, you know what? We haven't been talking about the reviews. We're going to ask for some reviews because you know what I found out today? You what? know I'm a big podcast aficionado, yeah, yeah. as I know you are. Yeah. And um, it is so easy on your phone. If you have an iPhone, I don't know about Android. Perhaps uh, Andrew could tell us because, you know, Andrew's 
as as our many great producers and engineers, very anti Apple. They're they're all about the Android. Sure. They want it. They, they don't like the walled garden. Yeah, we love the walled garden. They hate the walled garden. I don't want to think about it. That's right. Yeah. Um, but the idea on this is, if you're on your phone and you're listening, give give us a seven. Okay, five star review on the phone. You're restricted because only of the platform. Possible. But then write in but seven you, stars. But you it? don't have to even write. All you have to do is press. Just scroll down uh-huh. on the feed for us on the podcast app, and you can just leave a leave a rating. Yeah. So easy. You don't have to worry about the review and all that. Some of you are lazy. It's all good. So give us five stars or okay. four stars or three stars, whatever. All right. Let's get to our bonus okay. uh, jazz standard. You got to know. Uh, this isn't even a title of a tune. This is just the title of a man. Yeah. And the man's name is Wayne Shorter. Who? Wayne Shorter. Saxophone player? Sax- Out of Newark? One of the Jersey? most important composers of the 20th Absolutely. century, in my opinion. And he has... I mean, the reason why we didn't put any Wayne tunes specifically on here... Is I did think about it. I did too, but there are just so many. And I also, Speak no so evil. varied from era to era. All the Art Blakey era stuff. Yeah. I mean, there are so many great ones. Yeah. I was just playing uh, This weather Is For report. Albert. Yeah. yeah, all the weather report yeah. stuff. I mean, there's... There's a uh, Ooh, this is for I love that period. I love that yeah, whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Three blind mice, like all that stuff, man. It's so good. So shout out to Wayne Shorter. You uh, can learn a lot about composition as you play it and just play it. Same thing like monk tunes. Any great jazz, modern jazz composer, I feel like it's 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 a it's an A2. You're learning so much. I'm not, the edification that you get is amazing. I'm not sure if there's been a more copied modern jazz composer. Yeah. If you all the stuff you hear today from young musicians has so much Wayne influence, I know. you know. I know. So well, on that note, you'll hear it.